Podcast. 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 Yay! Podcast. Welcome to episode <laughs> 12. 12. We didn't look up any numbers. No, I didn't. No, <laughs> I sorry, thought about it several it. times and then I got distracted. I didn't think about it once. We recorded it the last episode and then I was done. Well, I question your commitment <laughs> to spark emotion. <laughs> Jazz hands. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. Can't see though because it's a podcast. But there's jazz hands. There is. There is jazz hands. What's going on with you? Um, I have been working, Mm -hmm. sitting, Mm -hmm. listening to things, reading, thinking. What things have you been reading and listening to? Well, everything's been very gay. (laughs) Story of your life. (laughs) Um. I think you you brought it up on an episode before. Um, Sarah Waters, mm-hmm. gay, yeah, books, all very gay. So I started reading Tipping the Velvet, best book ever. Um, and now I'm like, I want to wait until the years arise. <laughs> so yes. we're kind of like in time. So um, I think I read it. Um, I think, uh, I don't know if I borrowed it off a friend or I got it from the library or something. But for some reason, I don't know where my copy is, or I don't have a copy. So I have ordered one. And I got a binge read, reread it. Nice. And then we were thinking, audience, we could do some sort of book club. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to do it on the podcast like, yeah. in big detail, but if people are into it, like email in or Facebook or something, yeah. and we can we'll start a chat. Discuss. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I only read like two or three chapters, and then you said you ordered it, and I was like, okay, I'm going to wait. Oh, that's but, really like, good self control. I know. <laughs> but like, it's just so gay. From the very first, like, frickin' page. It's so beautifully lesbian. I love it so much, so that's been fun. And then I've been listening to loads of Query, the Cameron Esposito podcast, mm-hmm. and that's been really nice. And, um, yeah, then, and I think she was talking about stuff with Rhea on Put Your Hands Together, and then I was like, I like the way she worded that. So Rhea Butcher sort of identifies as, like, Gender queer, gender nonconforming. She's not really like completely hundred percent settled on anything. It seems like Rhea is on a journey, mm-hmm. and she calls herself. She's like she's she's fine. She's with cis, she. and she politically identifies as woman, but like personally at the moment she's going through some questioning. Yeah, and it's so interesting that um, she was talk because I don't know if anyone doesn't know who we're talking about but it's Rhea Butcher and she uh, she does that podcast with her wife and that show Take My Wife yeah. with her wife Cameron Esposito <laughs> but it was really funny I was also listening to Query and the last episode of Query had on Jen Richards who's this awesome actor she's trans and super like activists and amazing about that and she's talking about how she never has any bother in bathrooms mm. because she like, presents very traditionally feminine mm-hmm. and whereas Rhea Butcher who's a cis woman like never is never yeah. not getting bother in public bathrooms yeah and she's just like marveling how, how stupid that yeah. whole presentation I know bullshit actually is and who's policing this and why are they policing it yeah yeah um so i think when she said she identifies politically as a woman that really like struck a chord with me 
because especially since like properly getting into feminism and queer politics and all that I've been like felt a lot more attached to the identity of woman but also like there's this underlying kind of discomfort that's probably true for a lot of women because it's uncomfortable to be a woman especially once you go outside and there are men (laughs) but I just door slam for dramatic effect in the middle of the sentence (laughs) um start your sentence yeah i like i said to you earlier that i'm literally like forming my thoughts out loud for the first time here with you um but i feel uncomfortable in my feminine body because it's very obviously you know what people think is a woman's body and i feel I've never, like, I feel strongly attached to the identity of a woman, but I've never felt strongly attached to being feminine or femme. And I don't think I've ever 100% felt comfortable in, like, my presentation, my outward presentation. And I I know that doesn't mean that's, like, it's not anything like being trans or non-binary or anything, but it's just, like, lately I just feel... I don't know. I feel questioning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean it is well it's interesting because gender is so policed. Mm. You know? Yeah. And because I don't know, you can and do appear can appear femme, mm-hmm. you know, and you're a lingerie blogger. And yeah. Like all of that. All very that's, typically feminine. Yeah, and even though you do that, you are policed mm-hmm. a lot online for yeah. your presentation. Yeah. So I can imagine that even yeah, even trying to start that conversation is like what's a woman's body, what is femme, who's performing this, who yeah. decides this. Yeah. These are all important questions mm-hmm. probably don't really have answers yeah (laughs) and I think like and then it's like all the intersecting stuff as well because I've put on a lot of weight recently and like normally I'm I mean I'm I don't know how I am about it but I think what I'm most uncomfortable about is how like I got really comfortable with the size that I was for a while and now it's different and it is hard to like get used to and accept change to do with your body because even though we can tell ourselves like every day that everything's temporary and bodies change all the time it's still really hard to get used to something that you got so used to you know just changing and um I (laughs) for like a big bra lingerie blogger um it's strange that the thing that I've become most uncomfortable with is my boobs and how obvious they are because you know they were already very big and now I've put on weight and now even I'm like whoa (laughs) like and I just like I hate walking outside at all because I just like I'm just so aware of them and I see other people looking and I just like well I can lose weight but it's also like I still can't do like this is it this is my body Mm -hmm. and it just yeah I think I just hate that it's such a like even if I were to dress more masculine or whatever 
still pretty obvious what's going on. Well, you good know. luck finding a fucking shirt. I know. Your <laughs> I know. Um, and there's just, there's no way for me to disguise them at all, you know. And, but then I get annoyed that I feel that way. Like I have to disguise any part of myself and it's all because of the male gaze and all that and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it's just like, I, th- I don't know. I think I feel uncomfortable in my body and I feel uncomfortable being perceived as like, feminine but like sort of wishing I don't know I don't know do you think it's something like I don't, not that you know the bigger the boobs the more attention maybe it means that you have to deal with other people drawing attention to them or mm. that you're having to deal with the reality of you presenting as just a big pair of tits on yeah. the street and like that having that having to be maybe something that people even if it is or it isn't like that's you're perce- perceiving this so you know it's still valid as fuck mm. like you know that you're feeling that people are yeah. noticing it and by extension you yeah Whereas, and I know like I know it's not everyone and it's not you know and a lot of it is because I'm just uncomfortable and like I'm in my head about it um but I think even even when I was smaller and took up less space I'm still very aware of how traditionally feminine my body is and like how I walk is very like I've had men tell me that I shouldn't walk the way that I do because it's like pretty much asking for it I'm like literally what I walk the way that I walk I roll my hips I'm sorry like I walk that way and now I've like noticed that I've been walking more like clumpy and like inward yeah like but like and the up but they're not even like not even not taking up space I'm like being louder and I'm like messier about the way I walk or something because you're more you know whenever you do something you're you're more self-conscious about it and you end up over being yeah, overthinking it yeah. and overacting it yeah I do that sometimes I think I did that whenever I got my growth spurt and I didn't realize how tall I was <laughs> and then I used to walk and hunch my shoulders and keep my head down Aww. which must look weird yeah but I was probably just trying to make myself smaller yeah. because I wasn't used to being yeah. Which obviously doesn't isn't the same thing. Yeah, but, but it's yeah, but it's 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 awkward to take up space, I think. Well, that's how I feel at the moment. But then I always wish I was taller. Hmm. And I feel like I'm taller in my heart. <laughs> like I genuinely go about my day thinking I'm You're like a tall woman. I'm much taller than I am. Yeah. I'm only five foot four. But I think idea, yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of it is just like the internalized way that things are like I've internalized gender and gender presentation and now I'm like but I don't want it to be that way yeah I don't know I'm still just it's very like new thoughts but it's been something that's in the back of my head for a while and I don't know I kind of wish well you can't just be nothing you know you can identify whatever but Journey, yeah. Gender journey, gender journey. That's nice. That's yeah. Nice. yeah. Gender yeah. journey. Um, so yeah, that's 
that's what's been kind of on my mind. Yeah. Um, and not to make the whole podcast about me, but also, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm confused about my orientation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I got confused because I thought I had a crush on a cis man. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I know it is, but <laughs> I don't want one. <laughs> is it IT Dad? Oh, yeah. All this time. All this time. It was just a big flirty when they oh. went there. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. No. I think, that, I think that's probably totally normal. Yeah, it is. And if it was anyone else, if it was any other gay person that I knew used to saying it to me, I'd be like... It's fine. Sexuality is fluid. Things change. It literally doesn't matter like who you like. But then it was me and I'm like, I haven't had a crush on a man type person in years and years and years. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like anything had to come of it. And it's just this guy that I used to see somewhere where I I used to work. And then I stopped working there and I was like, well, I'm never going to see him again. But like, even if I still work there and I saw him, it doesn't mean that I have to like declare that I'm straight and marry him you know <laughs> like but I just um I don't know it really I declare. Gone. <laughs> yeah, I declare my straightness <laughs> um and I don't know I don't know it just really bothered me because I was so like so confident and secure in being a big gay but mm-hmm. I know that even the gayest of gays don't always be the gayest of gays forever yeah I think it's I think that like I get crushes on, I get I get the odd crush on, a cis man or a straight woman. Well, and yeah, but I <laughs> I'm probably not going to pursue either of them. Yeah, I mean I have a partner obviously. Yeah, that well, one yeah. Too, but if yeah. I, but if I, you yeah. know if I if I didn't, I think yeah no I think I think I think it's fine I think yeah. it's hard whenever you personally and politically identify as something and you know you're very invested in that and then we have you know you don't want to let the side down yeah that's kind of what it's like and then just like because when I first came out and some of the people you know that I hung out with you mm-hmm. know were very it's a fierce. yeah no 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 <laughs> oh well that but then on the other side within the community it was all the gold star and like well you oh, dated yeah. men before so yeah, yeah. that's like stupid and funny yeah um so obviously i've internalized a little bit of that yeah. which should just not internalize anything oh well if you figure out how i'm no longer that. taking anything in <laughs> i'm blocking everything everything's I'm never external. going outside again and i'm only going to look at things that i've already looked at and read and watched <laughs> no more new stuff is going in my brain no more internalizing um, oh, yeah sweet. um yeah and it's like it was just this whole internal thing with myself as well because I was like but maybe this is fine and it like it doesn't mean anything and it doesn't have to go anywhere but then I was like but they're so problematic I don't want to like a man I know I know (laughs) I think whenever I have the old crush on someone I just like embrace it for the day they are the week (laughs) whatever you know the time that it lasts and then just let it go because I think there's so much that I do give a fuck about and this is you know obviously my new mantra is smaller but more meaningful Mm -hmm. and I'm just I'm really trying to just be like do you know what I'm stopping myself being weird about this yeah which is so much easier said than done but like it's it's been a real effort to just be like actually no I'm not going to feel bad about this because of xyz 
Mm. Because it's a thought, and fuck, and I can have a thought, you know. <laughs> the thought can, can you though? Can I have a fucking thought for one minute? You can't have a thought, Helen. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Just like, mean, go a little easier on yourself. Yeah, I, I don't know why I mm. made it so difficult for myself, and like I, you didn't make it difficult for yourself. The world makes yeah. it difficult for yeah, yourself. <laughs> We're a part of that world, but it's not. It's yeah. not like a personal attack. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so, and. I mean, and then I was just thinking about how, you know, obviously you don't, you don't choose to be either way, but I think there are parts of it that you can choose. So I can be gay and have a crush on a man, but I can choose or decide to know that even if I have a crush on a man, I'm never going to be in a relationship with a, yeah. cis, a cis man. I mean, I, I'm pretty open to literally anything else but cis men. Yeah. That's, um, I don't even know. I think, well, for me, I have crushes on people all the time, and because I'm a partner, I think maybe there's a, a little bit. It's easier for me to just be like, oh, that's that's a nice crush. Yeah. You know, that's just feeling thought because I have a partner who's a woman, and I don't really see that ending. But I don't know. I think it's. It's there's a difference between having a wee crush, especially if it's someone that you get on with and they're, you know, in tune with mm. your personality mm. or like, you know, you share common experiences and then either getting into a sexual relationship with them or an emotional relationship with them, you know, that can be that can be something totally separate yeah. from just that nice feeling of, Oh, you're nice and yeah. kinda cute and Yeah. I think also because I, I rarely get crushes mm. as well, which is not weird. Like, that's fine. So I think... You have a, a refined palate. Yeah, I think I do. But yeah. I, then I then I got me as well because I was like, I don't get crushes because I'm so selective. So why have I selected this man? <laughs> <laughs> this is below my standard that I have like, I fine-tuned um yeah I, I think yeah I think that was part of it as well just because I I rarely get crushes and then the first time in ages that I did and it was a boy yeah it's all right but yeah also he could have been like kind of androgynous so I think that's my thing as well I pretty much will fancy anybody if they're a bit androgynous yeah anybody with a hint of androgyny or boy and yeah like, yep yeah. I fancy you. Don't care who you are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's something so attractive about yeah. someone that's just living themselves yeah. and being ambiguous yeah. or saying can't bothered yeah. doing either side yeah. of the spectrum. I'm just gonna do me yeah. right here in the middle somewhere. I'm yep. like, mm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep. Emoji, emoji, emoji. I'm doing. Uh, do you know what I hate about the um. The emoji where you have your finger and your thumb in a circle. And the okay sign. And the okay sign is that I think Donald Trump uses it a lot. And yeah. it's really fucking ruined that for me. His tiny hands. Stupid tiny hand. Fucking ruining emojis I for me. Who does that. Well, he's ruined everything else, so why not emojis? <laughs> <laughs> not he, he came for our emojis. <laughs> we were most upset. So, yeah, those are things that I was thinking about. And then. Um, and then I was also like, but I queer everyone. You queer everyone? Yeah. So if anyone has any sort of hint of ambiguous ambiguity or not typically whatever way they should be, I'm like, probably gay. 
they're they're probably gay. Maybe they're a bit gay. I've done it to two people in my work already. Yeah. And now that I'm like permanently there, I'm like, I don't think that I should do this. <laughs> <laughs> I should not queer these people. That's a real compliment. Yeah, well, one right, okay. You know, queer energy and vibes. Vibes. There's this one woman. Mm-hmm. She's married to a man. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything, yeah. But like she wears a sleeveless plaid shirt and jeans and trainers. That's and great. She like winks at me, but she does it in quite a queer way. <laughs> the queer way? Yeah, she queer <laughs> winks at me. Like there's there's like the wink, but then there's like this little lingering knowing look mm-hmm. after the wink. Nice. And like we get on really well together. And it just says like, great. Like she's like That's like a wee work crush, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like older and has like a kid that's fine whenever she talks to me I'm like stay longer and say more things <laughs> don't don't go to your next meeting <laughs> um, and like we both really like peanut M&M's to like a point where it's not okay anymore and um, she bought me a packet one day and I was like it's really sound that's gay and, <laughs> and then I was like oh I can't I like she's out a lot out of the office a lot she does stuff out of the office and I was like oh it would be funny if I just put a wee packet of peanut M&M's in her in her kitchen hole and then I was like wait is that too much I don't know probably not I'm sure it's fine yeah but I love that I love I love like new crushes (gasps) and I think it's fine if like because blah blah everyone exists on the spectrum yeah and even if she does identify as straight and she has her man husband (laughs) she might not you know she might just think you're super cute and maybe they're you know poly and you know this could be fine and dandy but if they're not like maybe she's just like getting a little bit of you know queer in her life just from flirting with you and also women flirt with each other all I know it's so confusing it's I that's I love it. Like I love when women. I love when women flirt with each other, especially when it's like straight women. Because I'm like, that's that's class. Cause yeah, women, but when they flirt with me, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then sometimes I'm like, do I just think everyone's flirting with me because I'm single and gay? <laughs> and well, what a wonderful world to live in. I, I don't 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 look too much into that. <laughs> I know. Don't ruin that for yourself. Oh, I'm ruining everything for myself. <laughs> then today, a woman in my office just like looked at me in a certain way and I was like wow that was really good <laughs> and then like I we ended the conversation I turned around I sat my commuter free just being like Neve like stop it come this is a professional workplace <laughs> yeah because like she's quite she's a bit quieter and maybe a bit shy but she's like slowly been like chatting to me more and yeah. then like we were talking about something and she was just blah blah and then she just did this gay face at me yeah you know the gay face there's like a gay look do you know what I really worry about is like, I I love when women throw each other because I think it's really, I think it's it's really nice. But I just really enjoy flirting mm. when anybody flirts with anybody. <laughs> and it's all consensual and lovely. But I think it's I think when it's weird if straight women flirt with me, I if they don't if they don't know I'm out, I feel like I'm gonna I'm tricking them. Yeah. If they find out I'm um, out later and they've just like innocuously flirted with me yeah. because I don't want to be predatory gay. Yeah. And then two, I don't know how I feel about if they flirt with me because they know I'm out because it's like safe to flirt with me. Yeah. I can enjoy it too, but <laughs> you know, it's a lot of feelings yeah. over flirting. I've not thought about it that much because 
I'm not aware of myself flirting if I ever if and when I do I don't really think I know how to I don't think I know how to but then I must because I have ended up in relationships <laughs> I don't know I just got really drunk one night and I was like <laughs> ask here can I kiss well, I just met someone on Tinder and then waited a year to meet them <laughs> nailed it yeah uh yeah, I don't know. That's I haven't thought about that, but obviously I have a little bit because I've just been like, I can't flirt at all. But then I'm not out at work either. Mm. So I, do you know, I've been like, oh, because of where I work, I, there's a lot of people work where I work and I have to work with all of them at some point, but it's like in ones and twos. Mm. So I've worked there for a few months. So it's basically like I have to come out every so often, yeah. like pretty much every week to the new people. Yeah. And it's, 100% fine so far and mm. it's been grand the one thing I worry about is not if they're not cool with it because the way I look at it it's work and if they're not cool with it then happy days I can go to HR and complain about them because mm. fuck them And but the other thing is if they're not cool with it and I have to spend time with them then it's like oh you're really shit and boring probably because mm. you're not cool with yeah. this <laughs> <laughs> like and I have to spend time with you know. So sometimes I like wonder should I just save it up for the very end, but then I'm like, what if they're really cool? Yeah. And then we could have had great chats about it. How do you... not great chats about it because it's how, how has it just like come up in conversation for you? Because oh, I'm obviously not gonna be like, Can I gather the whole company together so that you all know this thing yeah. that like straight people aren't gonna announce when they oh, start a new job? I think it's easier if you're in a relationship because yeah, you like, just kinda Oh me and me and my partner, me and my girlfriend. Yeah. And like, especially summer is really handy. It's like, oh, did you go anywhere? It's like, oh, me and Kira went to blah blah. blah. This flies really like getting up on my grill. Yeah, it is. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Maybe I should make up a girlfriend that I go on holiday. With. Yeah, but like it's been not that I'm I'm not like bothered, but it's just like I would rather it was out there. You know. Yes, because you feel like you're keeping it from them. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Fuck that. I hate that. I hate like you know straight as a default yeah that's so boring and yeah I just would rather it was out there and also like because I work in the HR office like no one can be a dick in that's that part anyway because beautiful. it's against their rules yeah Um. so yeah but I just like if it's not something that comes up naturally in conversation then it's just like we're not gonna say anything yeah I mean I I, fuck, I suppose I just realised I actually did too. I just assumed everybody in my work was straight. Hmm. But that is because it, like, it's the default. Yeah. Like I still, but I just complained about it and I just yeah, did it too. I still assume but I'm also like stupid. <laughs> but, and then I assume people are queer if they look at me a certain way. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone's straight except for that one person that did this one thing with their face towards my face. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you know uh, the way there's the gay internet? Like the lesbian internet? What? The lesbian internet. No. And, like autostraddle. Oh, right, yeah. Okay, I thought yeah. there's like, like the dark web and you have to log on to this <laughs> other part of the website. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll give have you... I not gay I'll enough send, that I'll I have... I don't I'll send you the link. To this. It's fine. It's fine. I'll send okay, you the link. Okay, thanks. Um, <laughs> yes, I know autostraddle. <laughs> God. <laughs> so, did you notice a really like amazing thing? So I was trying to explain it to some of my straight friends and I thought it was really good so Cameron Esposito got a haircut yeah because she had the symmetrical the haircut mullet. and then she got it all cut off and it looks great yeah. looks really good uh, but she then she tweeted at Autostraddle to question them why they hadn't done a 10 page spread about it yet 
And then, <laughs> and then, and then they tweeted back. They tweeted back saying, hey, "We're so sorry. There are some very important questions in your inbox right now." <laughs> and then they done a big spread on her haircut. Because I saw the spread, but yeah. I didn't see the tweet, and yeah. I was just like, I was just sort of like, "Yeah, that's big lesbian news." So, yeah. but I was just like, I just fucking love lesbians. Yeah. Like, look at us all just being really funny about <laughs> yeah. haircuts, having a great time. You know that. Facebook group I talked about before and it's like an LGBT group and uh, someone shared like a post saying oh my god Cameron Esposito gets rid of her side mullet and most of the comments were like thank god I yes. fucking hated that a hair. lot of the Twitter was about that too and I'm like I, yeah I understand because it's like a, a non-traditional haircut and when I first saw her face I was like that's stupid hair but like I love her mm. so much mm-hmm. now and that hair became like it's interesting I don't know I just like she really suits it and it was just like a staple. Um, she had totally branded the Thundercat yeah. look to be her thing. Although I'd noticed in a couple of her mentionings... God, we talk about Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher so <laughs> much. It's fucking ridiculous. But there's not thing. enough lesbian couple idols for yeah, us to talk about. So. Uh, so she talked about how really sick of her her she was. Mm. Which is fair enough. She yeah. had it for like probably over a decade. Yeah. And... But she was saying like she didn't know how she was gonna ever gonna be able to get a cut because it was so intrinsic to like when she goes on stage, mm. people know she's a lesbian because she's got a fucking Thundercat haircut. Yeah. And now she doesn't you know, she didn't know if she was ever gonna be able to not do that. But I think she's probably got to the point where she's feminist. Feminist. She's, <laughs> she's feminist enough. She's yeah, feminist I think enough pretty, lesbian. I think pretty much everyone like knows. Yeah. I think she's very out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's still got, like, gay enough energy that even without the side and all that... Yeah, she wears a lot of up in front of really cute. But yeah, she does, and a lot of denim jackets yeah, and button-up. Yeah. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, but isn't, like... Fuck it, if Camry... If Camry? <laughs> Camry? Camry. If Camry's always... If she's thinking about shit like that... Yeah. I think it's fine that you're also thinking about... You know, we're all fucking thinking about it. This is like, like the Cameron gay, the gay, what would Beyonce do? Yeah, what would Cammy do? Well, she if she's thinking, and you know, if it took her years to finally get a change to haircut, even though she wanted it, she like hated her haircut or didn't enjoy it as yeah. much anymore. And you're, you know, hitting on your boobs mm. as, you know, the impression of you. Like we're all mm. fucking here just questioning different portions of our bodies. <laughs> That's true. Thanks for putting it that way and connecting me to Cami Esposito. No problems. <laughs> so it's what I do all day. Strings, 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 strings. Oh, so good. Yeah, I feel better. I feel better just that I talked about it out loud as well. Yeah. And I'm going to share it with all these people. Nothing's permanent, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's also things that a thing that I say to other people. And then when it comes to me, I'm like, this is it forever. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's really important to have that you know, emphasised, especially like for friends because like I was feeling shitty this week and you were just like, that's fine. Mm. It's not going to last forever. And just... I did literally say that to you yeah. last week and yeah. then when I'm, when it's me, I'm like, oh, I'm probably stuck like this yeah. for the whole of my entire life. Yeah, because <laughs> it's really hard to get to feel your way out of it and mm. I think that's why it's good to keep talking about that kind of stuff, especially like from an introvert point of view because I feel like I can internalise a lot of that Yeah. because it's just super for me to hang out in my own anyway Yeah. 
so I think sometimes it's easy for me to lose perspective. So mm. no, it's I think it's really important to just keep going, keep remembering, and keep telling your friends. Nothing's permanent. Sometimes you're gonna feel shitty about your boobs or your haircut. Other times you're just gonna fucking be grand and, you know, yeah. you're you're gonna change your hair's gonna change your boobs are gonna change like every, your sexuality's probably gonna waver change mm-hmm. your gender you know all of that yeah shit is non permanent and it's you know a lot to do with your own control and persuasion. Sweet, life is a roller coaster. Yeah, but it's we're the right. journey. Talk about fucking lesbian icons bewitched yeah so much denim gay really good her pretty gay yeah they had a gay look on their face yeah they did there is a gay face yeah and i thought good i thought it was just me and then someone else talked about it on a podcast and they were like you know the the gay jawline the lesbian (laughs) jawline i'm like yeah (laughs) it's a thing oh did you hear about that those like guys had done the this big study on trying to identify who's gay by like scanning their face. No. And so they done it. I, I feel like this is a thing I should have come across when I'm like Googling. Yeah. Is there a gay face? <laughs> it just feels like a really weird thing for. I feel like it's a really weird thing for anyone to sit and do that as research. Like yeah. facial recognition of the gayness. Yeah. And some of them are like bullshit. Like some of them are ridiculous. Like yeah. lesbian if. You know they wear less makeup or they're showing less skin. You oh. know, like real. Like some of it, some of it does seem a bit sassy, but some of it seems a That's bit pandery yeah. to stereotypes. Yeah. And like, yeah, stereotypes, stereotypes for a reason. But like, I rock a red lip, and yeah. I'm super into Kira and other women. Yeah, you know, I'm a big old gay. I know that about you. Yeah, yeah. There still is gay jawline. Gay Lesbian jawline. jawline yeah. yeah, I think there was something to do with jaw, but I don't know anything about that. Gay yeah no i do like to see whenever you see like a fellow lesbian or queer person on the street and you're like nod yeah like recognition good day fellow queer yeah have a good one yeah don't let the man keep you down yeah mm-hmm. yes yeah. it's a man if you're choosing mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh should we end this probably let's end this um yeah, if you want to do Sarah Waters tipping the velvet with us, yeah. give gives a shout and we'll if it's all Belfast based, maybe we can meet up and have a yeah. cuppa with a chat. If it's not, we'll do a Facebook thing or we'll do something or something way, thing. We'll yeah, something thing. Yeah. And yeah. If you have any other books or like queer things that you think we should read, watch, yeah. listen, go to all the Etc. Yeah, literally anything. Give us a shout. Thank you in advance. <laughs> Indeed. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye. Pod. Cast. Pod. Cast. Pod. Cast. Pod. Cast. Yay. Podcast. Welcome to episode <laughs> 12. 12. We didn't look up any numbers. No, I didn't. No, I thought about it several times and then I got distracted. I didn't think about it once. We recorded it the last episode and then I was done. Well, I question your commitment to Sparkle Motion. (laughs) (laughs) Jazz hands. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. hands. Can't see though because it's a podcast. But there's jazz hands. There is. There is jazz hands. What's going on with you? 
Um, I have been working, mm-hmm. sitting, mm-hmm. listening to things, yeah. reading, thinking. What things have you been reading and listening to? Well, everything's been very gay. <laughs> Story of your life. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think you you brought it up on an episode before. Um, Sarah Waters. Mm-hmm. Gay. Yeah. Books. All very gay. So I started reading Tipping the Velvet. Best book ever. And now I'm like, I want to wait until the years arise. <laughs> so yes. we're kind of like in time. So I um, think I read it. And I, think, uh, I don't know if I borrowed it off a friend or I got it from the library or something. But for some reason, I don't know where my copy is or I don't have a copy. So I have ordered one and I got a binge read, reread it. Nice. And then we were thinking, audience... We could do some sort of book club. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to do it on the podcast, like yeah. in big detail, but if people are into it, like email in or Facebook or something, yeah. and we can we'll start a chat, discuss. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I only read like two or three chapters, and then you said you ordered it, and I was like, okay, I'm going to wait. Oh, that's but, really like, good self control. I know. <laughs> but like, it's just so gay from the very first, like, freaking page. It's so beautifully lesbian. I love it so much, so that's been fun. And then I've been listening to loads of Query, the Cameron Esposito podcast, mm-hmm. and that's been really nice. And, um, yeah, then, and I think she was talking about stuff with Rhea on Put Your Hands Together, and then I was like, I like the way she worded that. So Rhea Butcher sort of identifies as, like, Gender queer, gender non-conforming. She's not really like completely hundred percent settled on anything. It seems like Rhea is on a journey, mm-hmm. and she calls herself. She's like she's she's fine. She's with she. cis, and she politically identifies as woman, but like personally at the minute, she's going through some questioning. Yeah, and it's so interesting that um, she was talking because I don't know if anyone doesn't know who we're talking about but it's Rhea Butcher and she uh, she does that podcast with her wife and that show Take My Wife yeah. with her wife Cameron Esposito <laughs> but it was really funny I was also listening to Query and the last episode of Query had on Jen Richards who's this awesome actor she's trans and super like activists and amazing about that and she's talking about how she never has any bother in bathrooms mm. because she like, presents very traditionally feminine mm-hmm. and whereas Rhea Butcher who's a cis woman like never is never yeah. not getting bothered in public bathrooms yeah and she's just like marveling how, how stupid that yeah. whole presentation I know bullshit actually is and who's policing this and why are they policing it yeah yeah um so i think when she said she identifies politically as a woman that really like struck a chord with me because especially since like properly getting into feminism and queer politics and all that i've been like felt a lot more attached to the identity of woman but also like there's this underlying kind of discomfort that's probably true for a lot of women because it's uncomfortable to be a woman Especially once you go outside and there are men. Um, but I just... Door slam for dramatic effect in the middle of the sentence. <laughs> um, Start your sentence again. Yeah, I... Like I said to you earlier that I'm literally like forming my thoughts out loud for the first time here with you. 
Um, but I feel uncomfortable in my feminine body because it's very obviously, you know, what people think is a woman's body. And I feel, I've never, like I feel strongly attached to the identity of a woman, but I've never felt strongly attached to being feminine or femme. And I don't think I've ever 100% felt comfortable in like my presentation, my outward presentation. And I, I know that doesn't mean that's like, it's not anything like being trans or non-binary or anything, but it's just like, lately I just feel, I don't know, I feel... Questioning? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is, well, it's interesting because gender is so policed, mm. you know? Yeah. And because, I don't know, you can and do appear can appear femme mm-hmm. you know and you're a lingerie blogger and yeah like all of that it's all very that, typically feminine yeah and even though you do that you are placed mm-hmm. a lot online yeah. for your presentation yeah so i can imagine that even yeah even trying to start that conversation is like what's a woman's body what is femme who's performing this who yeah. decides this yeah. these are all important questions mm-hmm. probably don't really have answers yeah <laughs> and I think like and then it's like all the intersecting stuff as well because I've put on a lot of weight recently and like normally I'm I mean I'm I don't know how I am about it but I think what I'm most uncomfortable about is how like I got really comfortable with the size that I was for a while and now it's different and it is hard to like get used to and accept change to do with your body because even though we can tell ourselves like every day that everything's temporary and bodies change all the time it's still really hard to get used to something that you got so used to you know just changing and um I (laughs) for like a big bra lingerie blogger um it's strange that the thing that I've become most uncomfortable with is my boobs and how obvious they are because you know they were already very big and now I've put on weight and now even I'm like whoa (laughs) (laughs) like and I just like I hate walking outside at all because I just like I'm just so aware of them and I see other people looking and I just like well I can lose weight but it's also like I still can't do like this is it this is my body mm-hmm. and it just yeah I think I just hate that it's such a like even if I were to dress more masculine or whatever it's still pretty obvious what's going on well, you good know good luck finding a fucking shirt I know <laughs> I know um and there's just there's no way for me to disguise them at all you know and but then I get annoyed that I feel that way. Like I have to disguise any part of myself and it's all because of the male gaze and all that and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it's just like, I, th- I don't know. I think I feel uncomfortable in my body and I feel uncomfortable being perceived as like feminine, but like sort of wishing, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think it's a, like, I don't, not that... You know, the bigger the boobs, the more attention 
maybe it means that you have to deal with other people drawing attention to them or mm. that you're having to deal with the reality of you presenting as just a big pair of tits on yeah. the street and like that having that having to be maybe something that people even if it is or it isn't like that's you're perceiving this so you know it's still valid as fuck mm. like you know that you're feeling that people are yeah. noticing it and by extension you yeah Whereas, and I know like I know it's not everyone and it's not you know and a lot of it is because I'm just uncomfortable and like I'm in my head about it um but I think even even when I was smaller and took up less space still very aware of how traditionally feminine my body is and like how I walk is very like I've had men tell me that I shouldn't walk the way that I do because it's like pretty much asking for it and like literally I walk the way that I walk I roll my hips I'm sorry like I walk that way and now I've like noticed that I've been walking more like clumpy and like inward yeah, like, but like, in the up, but they're not even like not even not taking up space. I'm like being louder, and I'm like messier about the way I walk or something. Because you're more, you know, whenever you do something, you're you're more self conscious about it, and you end up over being yeah, overthinking it yeah. and overacting it. Yeah, I do that sometimes. I think I did that whenever I got my growth spurt, and I didn't realize how tall I was, <laughs> and I used to walk and. Hunch my shoulders and keep my head down, Aww. which must look weird. Yeah. But I was probably just trying to make myself smaller yeah. because I wasn't used to being yeah. tall, which obviously doesn't isn't the same. Thing, yeah, but, but it's yeah, but it's 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 awkward to take up space. I think. Well, that's how I feel at the moment. But then I always wish I was taller, hmm. and I feel like I'm taller in my heart. <laughs> like I genuinely go about my day thinking. I'm You're like a tall woman. I'm much taller than I am. Yeah. I'm only five foot four. But I think yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of it is just like the internalized w- way that things are like I've internalized gender and gender presentation, and now I'm like, but I don't want it to be that way. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still just. It's very like new thoughts. But it's been something that's in the back of my head for a while and I don't know. I kind of wish, well, you can't just be nothing, you know, you can identify whatever, but I don't know. Journey. Yeah. Gender journey. Gender journey. That's nice. That sounds nice. Gender journey. Um... So yeah, that's that's what's been kind of on my mind. Yeah. Um, and not to make the whole podcast about me, but also, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm confused about my orientation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I got confused because I thought I had a crush on a cis man. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, I know it is, but <laughs> I don't want one. <laughs> Is it IT Dad? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All this time. <laughs> All this time. It was just a big flirty with them. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. No. I think, that, I think that's 
probably totally normal. Yeah, it is. And if it was anyone else, if it was any other gay person that I knew saying it to me, I'd be like, it's fine. Sexuality is fluid. Things change. It literally doesn't matter. Like who you like. But then it was me. And I'm like, I haven't had a crush on a man type person in years and years and years. Yeah. And... I mean, it's not like anything had to come of it. And it was just this guy that I used to see somewhere where, I, where I used to work. And then I stopped working there. And I was like, oh, I'm never going to see him again. Yeah. But like, even if I still worked there and I saw him, it doesn't mean that I have to like declare that I'm straight and marry him. You know, <laughs> like, but it just, um, I don't know, it really got <laughs> I declare my straightness. <laughs> um, and I don't know, I don't know. It just really bothered me because I was so like, so confident and secure in being a big gay but mm-hmm. I know that even the gayest of gays don't always be the gayest of gays forever yeah I think it's I think that like I get crushes on I get I get the odd crush on a cis man or a straight woman well and yeah but I, <laughs> I'm probably not going to pursue either of them yeah. I mean, I have a partner, obviously. Yeah, well, yeah. But if, yeah. I, but if I, you yeah. know, if I, if I didn't, I think, yeah. No, I think, I think, I think it's fine. I think yeah. it's hard whenever you personally and politically identify as something, and you know, you're very invested in that, and then we have, you know, you don't want to let the side down. Yeah, that's kind of what it's like. And then just like because when I first came out, and some of the people you know that I hung out with, you mm. know, were very. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, well, that, but then on the other side, within the community, it was all the gold star and, like, well, you oh, dated yeah. men before, so yeah, oh, yeah. that's, like, stupid and funny. Yeah. Um. So, obviously, I've internalised a little bit of that. Yeah. Which, just not internalise anything. Oh, well, if you figure out how I'm no longer else. taking anything in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blocking everything. Everything's I'm never going struggle. outside again, and I'm only going to look at things that I've already looked at and read and watched. <laughs> <laughs> no more new stuff is going in my brain. No more internalizing. Um, yeah. Be sweet. Um, yeah, and it's like it was just this whole internal thing with myself as well because I was like, believe this is fine, and it like it doesn't mean anything, and it doesn't have to go anywhere. But then I was like, but they're so problematic. I don't yeah. want to like a man. I know, I know. <laughs> I think whenever I have the old crush on someone, I just like embrace it for the day they are the week whatever (laughs) you know the time that it lasts and then just let it go because I think there's so much that I do give a fuck about and this is you know obviously my new mantra is smaller but more meaningful Mm -hmm. and I'm just I'm really trying to just be like do you know what I'm stopping myself being weird about this yeah which is so much easier said than done but like it's it's been a real effort to just be like actually no I'm not going to feel bad about this because of X, Y, Z, mm. because it's a thought, and fuck, and I can have a thought, you know? <laughs> the thought can, can you know? Can I have a fucking thought for one minute? You can't have a thought, oh. Helen. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just I like mean, go a little easier on yourself. Yeah, I, I don't think. know why I mm. made it so difficult for myself, and like I. You didn't make it difficult for yourself, the world makes yeah. it difficult for yeah, yourself. <laughs> We're a part of that world, but it's not, it's yeah. not like a personal attack yeah 100% um, solo and I mean and then I was just thinking about how you know obviously you don't you don't choose to be either way but I think there are parts of it that you can choose 
So I can be gay and have a crush on a man. But I can choose or decide to know that even if I have a crush on a man, I'm never going to be in a relationship with a, yeah. cis, a cis man. I mean, I, I'm i pretty open to literally anything else but cis men. Yeah. That's... Um, but... I don't even know. I think... Well, for me, I have crushes on people all the time. And because I'm a partner, I think maybe there's a, a little bit... It's easier for me to just be like, oh, that's, that's a nice crush. Yeah. You know, that's a fleeting thought because I have a partner who's a woman and I don't really see that ending. But I don't know. I think it's, it's there's a difference between having a wee crush, especially if it's someone that you get on with and they're, you know, in tune with mm. your personality mm. or like, you know, you share common experiences and then either getting into a sexual relationship with them or an emotional relationship with them, you know, that can be that can be something totally separate yeah. from just that nice feeling of, oh, you're nice and yeah. kind of cute. And... Yeah. I think also because I, I rarely get crushes mm. as well, which is not weird. Like, that's fine. So I think... You have a, a refined palate. Yeah, I think I do. But yeah. I, then I then that got me as well, because I was like, I don't get crushes because I'm so selective. So why have I selected this man? <laughs> <laughs> this is below my standard that I have like, I've fine-tuned. Um, yeah, I, I think yeah, I think that was part of it as well, just because I, I rarely get crushes. And then the first time in ages that I did, and it was a boy. Yeah, it's all right. But yeah. also, he could have been like, kind of androgynous so I think that's my thing as well I pretty much will fancy anybody if they're a bit androgynous yeah. anybody with a hint of androgyny or bowie I'm yeah. like yep I yeah. fancy you don't care who you are yeah. <laughs> um, there's something so attractive about yeah. someone that's just living themselves yeah. and being ambiguous yeah. or saying can't be bothered yeah. doing either side yeah. of the spectrum I'm just going to do me yeah. right here in the middle somewhere I'm like yep. mm, yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep emoji 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 I'm doing do you know what I hate about the um, the emoji where you have your finger and your thumb in a circle and the okay sign and the okay sign is that I think Donald Trump uses it a lot and yeah. it's really fucking ruined that for me tiny hands stupid tiny hand fucking ruining emojis for me who does that well he's ruined everything else so why not emojis <laughs> <laughs> Not he, he came for our emojis. <laughs> we were most upset. So yeah, those are things that I was thinking about, and then, um, and then I was also like, but I queer everyone. You queer everyone. Yeah. So if anyone has any sort of hint of ambiguous ambiguity or not typically whatever way they should be, I'm like, probably gay. They're they're probably gay. Maybe they're a bit gay. I've done it to two people in my work already. Yeah. And now that I'm like permanently there, I'm like, I don't think that I should do this. <laughs> <laughs> I should not queer these people. It's a real compliment. Yeah, well, one, right, okay. You know, queer energy and vibes. Vibes. There's this one woman. Mm-hmm. She's married to a man. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything, yeah. But like, she wears a sleeveless plaid shirt and jeans and trainers. That's and great. she like winks at me but she does it in quite a queer way 
The queer wink? Yeah, she queer winks at me. Like, there's there's like the wink, but then there's like this little lingering knowing look mm-hmm. after the wink. Nice. And like, we get on really well together. And it just that's like, great. Like, she's like. That's like a wee work crush. I love that. Yeah. And she's like older and has like a kid. That's fine. Whenever she talks to me, I'm like, stay longer and say more things <laughs> don't don't go to your next meeting um, and like we both really like peanut m&ms to like a point where it's not okay anymore and um she bought me a packet one day and i was like it's really sound that's gay and, <laughs> and then i was like oh i can't i like she's out a lot of out of the office a lot she does stuff out of the office and i was like Oh, it would be funny if I just put a wee packet of peanut M&M's in her, in her pigeonhole and then I was like wait is that too much I don't know probably not I'm sure it's fine yeah but I love that I love I love like new crushes <gasps> and I think it's fine if like because blah blah everyone ex- exists on the spectrum yeah and even if she does identify straight and she has her man husband <laughs> She might not, you know. She yeah. might just think you're super cute and maybe yeah. they're, you know, Polly and, you know, yeah. this could be fine and dandy. But yeah. if they're not, like, maybe she's just, like, getting a little bit of, you know, queer in her life yeah. just from flirting with you. Yeah. And also women flirt with each other all the I know. The it's time. so confusing. It's... I, that's, I love it. Like, I love when women... I love when women flirt with each other, especially when it's, like, straight women because I'm, like... That's that's class. Cause yeah, was, but when they flirt with me, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then sometimes I'm like, do I just think everyone's flirting with me because I'm single and gay? And well, what a wonderful uh, world to live in. I, I don't 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 look too much into that. <laughs> I know. Don't ruin that for yourself. I don't know why I'm ruining everything for myself. <laughs> so then today, a woman in my office just like looked at me in a certain way, and I was like, wow, that was really gay. <laughs> And then, like, I we ended the conversation. I turned around. I sat my commuter free, just being like, Neve, like, stop it. Come on. This is a professional workplace. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, she's quite, she's a bit quieter and maybe a bit shy, but she's, like, slowly been, like, chatting to me more. And yeah. then, like, we were talking about something and she was just blah, blah, blah. And then she just did this gay face at me. Yeah. You know the gay face? There's, mm. like, a gay look. Do you know what I really worry about is, like... I, I love when women throw each other because I think it's really I think it's it's really nice but I just really enjoy flirting mm. when anybody flirts with anybody <laughs> and it's all consensual and lovely but I think it's I think when it's weird if straight women flirt with me I if they don't if they don't know I'm out I feel like I'm gonna I'm tricking them yeah. If they find out I'm um, out later and they've just like innocuously flirted with me yeah. because I don't want to be predatory gay yeah and then to I don't know how I feel about if they flirt with me because they know I'm out because it's like safe to flirt with me. Yeah. Well, I can enjoy it too, but <laughs> you know, it's a lot of feelings yeah. over flirting. I've not thought about it that much because I'm not aware of myself flirting if I ever, if and when I do. I don't really think I know how to. I don't think I know how to. But then I must because I have ended up in relationships. <laughs> I'd rather just got really drunk one day. I was like, ask here, can I kiss oh, her? I just met someone on Tinder and then waited a year to meet them. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's I haven't thought about that, but obviously I have a little bit because I've just been like, I can't flirt at all. But then I'm not out at work either. Mm. So I, do you know, I've been like, oh, because of where I work, I... 
there's a lot of people who work where I work and I have to work with all of them at some point but it's like in ones and twos mm. so I've worked there for a few months so it's basically like I had to come out every so often yeah. like pretty much every week to the new people yeah. and it's 100% fine so far and mm. it's been grand the one thing I worry about is not if they're not cool with it because the way I look at it it's work and if they're not cool with it then happy days I can go to HR and complain about them because mm. fuck them and but the other thing is if they're not cool with it and I have to spend time with them then it's like oh you're really shit and boring probably because mm. you're not cool with yes. this <laughs> like, and I have to spend time with you now <laughs> so sometimes I like wonder should I save it up for the very end but then I'm like what if they're really cool yeah and then we could have had great chats about it how do you not great shots better because of how, how has it just like come up in conversation for you because oh, i'm obviously not going to be like can i gather the whole company together so that you all know this thing yeah. that like straight people aren't going to announce when they oh, start a new job i think it's easier if you're in a relationship because yeah because like, just kind of oh me and me and my partner me and my girlfriend yeah and like especially summer is really handy it's like oh did you go anywhere it's like oh me and Kira went to blah blah blah. This fly is really like getting up on my grill. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Maybe I should make up a girlfriend that I go on holiday with. Yeah, but like it's been not that I'm I'm not like bothered, but it's just like I would rather it was out there, you know. Yes, because you feel like you're keeping it from them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I fuck that. I hate that. I hate like, you know, straight as a default. Yeah, that's so boring. And. Yeah, I just would rather it was out there. And also, like, because I work in the HR office, like, no one can be a dick in That's that part anyway because beautiful. it's against their rules. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, but I just, like, if it's not something that comes up naturally in conversation, then it's just, like, we're not going to say anything. Yeah. I mean, I... I, fuck, I suppose I just realised I actually did too. I just assumed everybody in my work was straight. Mm. But that is because it, like, it's the default. Yeah. Like, I still, but I just complain about it and I just yeah, did it too. I still assume, but I'm also like stupid. <laughs> but, and then I assume people are queer if they look at me a certain <laughs> way. <laughs> like everyone's straight except for that one person that did this one thing with their face towards my face. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you know uh, the way there's the gay internet? Like the lesbian internet? What? The lesbian internet. No. Like autostraddle. Oh, right, yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought yeah. there was like the dark web and you have to log on to this <laughs> other part of the website. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll give have you I not gay I'll enough send, that I have I don't I'll send you the link. It's fine. It's fine. I'll send okay, you the link. Okay, thanks. Um, <laughs> yes, I know what autostraddle is. <laughs> <laughs> like, God. So, <laughs> did you notice a really like amazing thing? So, I was trying to explain it to some of my straight friends and I thought it was really good so Cameron Esposito got a haircut yeah because she had this magical the haircut mullet. and then she got it all cut off and it looks great yeah. looks really good uh, but she then she tweeted at Autostraddle to question them why they hadn't done a 10 page spread about it yet and then, they, why? <laughs> and then and then they tweeted back they tweeted back saying eh, we're so sorry there are some very important questions in your inbox right now <laughs> And then they done a big spread on her haircut. Because I saw the spread, but yeah. I didn't see the tweet. And yeah. I was just like, I was just sort of like, yeah, that's big lesbian news. So. Yeah. But I was just like, I just fucking love lesbians. Yeah. Like, look at us all just being really funny about <laughs> yeah. haircuts. Having a great Although, time. you know that 
Facebook group I talked about before and it's like an LGBT group and uh, someone shared like a post saying oh my god Cameron Esposito gets rid of her side mullet and most of the comments were like thank god I fucking yes, hated that a lot of the Twitter was about that too and I'm like I, yeah I understand because it's like a non-traditional haircut and when I first saw her face I was like that's stupid hair but like I love her mm. so much mm-hmm. now and that hair became like it's interesting I don't know I just like she really suits it and it was just like a staple and... she had totally branded the Thundercat yeah. look to be her thing although I'd noticed in a couple of her mentionings God, we talk about Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher so <laughs> much. It's fucking ridiculous. But there's not thing. enough lesbian couple idols for yeah, us to talk about. So, uh, so she talked about how really sick of her hair she was. Mm. Which, fair enough, she yeah. had it for like probably over a decade. Yeah. And, but she was saying like she didn't know how she was gonna ever gonna be able to get a cut because it was so intrinsic to like when she goes on stage, mm. people know she's a lesbian because she's got a fucking thundercat haircut yeah. and now she doesn't you know she didn't know if she was ever going to be able to not do that but I think she's probably got to the point where she's feminist, feminist. she's, she's feminist <laughs> enough she's a yeah, feminist I think enough pretty, lesbian I think pretty much everyone like knows yeah I think she's very out yeah 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 and yeah. yeah I mean she's still got like gay enough energy that even without the side mullet yeah, she wears a lot pops up in front of really cute. yeah she does and a lot of denim jackets yeah, and button up yeah yeah she's fine yeah, but isn't like fuck it if Camry if Camry <laughs> Camry Camry if Camry's always if she's thinking about shit like that yeah I think it's fine that you're also thinking about you know we're all fucking thinking about it this is like, like Cameron can okay what would Beyonce do yeah what would Camry do well she if she's thinking and you know if it took her years to finally get a change of haircut even though she wanted it she like hated her haircut. Or didn't enjoy it as yeah. much anymore. And you're, you know, hitting on your boobs mm. as, you know, the impression of you. Like, we're all mm. fucking here just questioning different portions of our bodies. <laughs> That's true. Thanks for putting it that way and connecting me to Cami Esposito. <laughs> no problems. <laughs> so it's what I do all day. <laughs> strings, 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 strings. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I feel better. I feel better just that I talked about it out loud as well. Yeah. And I'm going to share it with all these people. Nothing's permanent, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's also things that a thing that I say to other people. And then when it comes to me, I'm like, this is it forever! Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's really important to have that, you know, emphasised. Especially, like, for friends. Because, like, I was feeling shitty this week. And you were just like, that's fine. Mm. It's not going to last forever. And just... I did literally say that to you yeah. last week, and yeah. then when I'm, when it's me, I'm like, oh, I'm probably stuck like this yeah. for the whole of my entire life. Yeah, because <laughs> it's really hard to get to feel your way out of it, and mm. I think that's why it's good to keep talking about that kind of stuff, especially like from an introvert point of view, because I feel like I can internalize a lot of that. Yeah, because it's just super for me to hang out on my own anyway. Yeah. So I think sometimes it's easy for me to lose perspective. So mm. no, it's I think it's really important to just keep going, to keep remembering, and keep telling your friends nothing's permanent. Sometimes you're gonna feel shitty about your boobs or your haircut. Other times you're just gonna fucking be grand and, you know, yeah. you're you're gonna change your hair, gonna change your boobs, are gonna change like every, your sexuality is probably gonna waver, change mm-hmm. your gender, you know, all of that. Yeah, shit is non permanent and. 
it's you know a lot to do with your own control and persuasion sweet life is a roller coaster yeah it's the journey talk about fucking lesbian icons bewitched yeah so much denim gay really good her pretty gay yeah they had a gay look on their face yeah they did there is a gay face yeah and i thought i thought it was just me and then someone else talked about it on a podcast and they were like you know the the gay jawline the lesbian (laughs) jawline i'm like yeah (laughs) it's a thing oh did you hear about that those like guys had done the this big study on trying to identify who's gay by like scanning their face no and so they done it I feel like this is the thing I should have come across when I'm like googling yeah is there a gay face (laughs) it just feels like a really weird thing for I feel like it's a really weird thing for anyone to sit and do that as research like facial recognition of the gayness yeah and some of them are like bullshit like some of them are ridiculous like lesbian if you know they wear less makeup or they're showing less skin you oh. know like real like some of it some of it does seem a bit sassy but some of it seems a That's bit pondery yeah. to stereotypes yeah. and like yeah stereotypes stereotypes for a reason but like i rock a red lip and yeah i'm super into kira and other women yeah you know i'm a big old gay like. i know that about you yeah yeah there still is gay jawline gay jawline. jawline yeah Yeah, i think there was something to do with jaw but i don't know anything about that gay yeah no I do like to see it whenever you see like a fellow lesbian or queer person on the street and you're like nod yeah like recognition good day fellow queer yeah have a good one yeah don't let the man keep you down yeah mm-hmm. unless yep. it's a man for choosing mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, should we end this probably let's end this um yeah, if you want to do Sarah Waters tipping the velvet with us, yeah. giz gives a shout and we'll if it's all Belfast based, maybe we can meet up and have a yeah. cuppa with a chat. If it's not, we'll do a Facebook thing or We'll do something. Or something way. thing. We'll yeah. Something thing. Yeah. And yeah. If you have any other books or like queer things that you think we should read, watch, yeah. listen, go to all the Etc. Yeah, literally anything. Gives a shout. Thank you in advance. <laughs> Indeed. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye. bye.